0: You are listening to the Hot Tip Bets Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 2 of the Hot Tip Bets Podcast. Today we're going to be recapping last week's college football and NFL picks, talking a little bit about the return of in football coming up here in November, Uh, and also discussing some of the biggest rivalries in college football ahead of this weekend's Red River Showdown um, between Texas and Oklahoma. Also be covering a little bit of the NFL's COVID situation and um, what they're currently going through, what the games could be looking like for this weekend, as well as giving out some picks for college football week six and week five of the NFL. So, to get started, uh, last week's recap for college football, we ended up going two and three with our picks. First game we had on the card was Baylor at West Virginia. Um... West Virginia did end up cashing that. We had West Virginia plus three in that one. It did take double overtime, but they ended up winning that game, 27-20. to 20. Next game on the card we had last week was TCU at Texas. This game, Texas never really looked like they had any chance of covering the 10.5-point spread. They were kind of in the game as far as winning it till the end. But a TCU safety, um, smartly timed one that is at the end of the game, was enough to ice it for them, and they ended up losing that game outright. So that's kind of an interesting little dilemma that we got here going into this week's uh, Texas rivalry game against Oklahoma down in the Cotton Bowl. Um, Next game that we had on the card last week was probably my favorite game of last week, and lucky for me it ended up cashing. That was Memphis and SMU. SMU looks like a team that's going to be very, make some noise in the American this year. They improved to 4-0 on the season uh, with the last-second field goal that got them the win, and they also covered the 2.5. That takes uh, Memphis to one and one on the season. Like I said last week, Memphis hadn't played in a month. They looked rusty. They didn't look like they were their selves, especially like how they um, had played last year. They kind of didn't really look like that. Uh, another game we had on last week's card, another loser. We had Texas Tech, not Texas Tech, Virginia Tech at Duke. Uh, while Virginia Tech played semi well in this one, they didn't. Uh, we didn't really have a chance ever to cover the eleven and a half point spread. Duke kind of just. Um, Kind of came out firing in that game. This marks the second time this season that i bet against Duke. And Duke has kind of screwed me. So maybe that's something to look forward this week. Hint, hint. Something's coming up in college football again. Might surprise you. Uh, the last game we had on the college football slate was Auburn at Georgia. And this was possibly my worst pick of the day. Auburn, I had Auburn plus six in this one. Six and a half. I don't even remember what the spread was. I'd have to go look. But it, it was never in question. The Auburn was horrible in this game. They ended up scoring six points the entire game. They got completely blown out by Georgia. Georgia's defense just looked unstoppable. It's probably, um, it's definitely the best defense in the SEC this year, and that pretty much means it's the best defense in the country this year. So Georgia's going to be a team that is competing in the SEC West there. Um, and yeah, that kind of covers the recap for college football. Moving on to the NFL again, we didn't do very good. Went one and two last week. Uh first game, unfortunately this one was the bad one. Cardinals at Panthers. The Cardinals didn't look good at all. That secondary was with you know without Buda Baker or without Chris Banjo It's just banged up. They couldn't stop anything. Couldn't make a tackle. The Panthers were in extra yards on every play. Um and the Cardinals just didn't look they looked like they just keep getting from how good they played against the Niners week one, they just haven't been able to do that. Ever since, so it'll be very interesting to see what the Cardinals do this week against the Jets. And the Panthers, on the other hand, their defense was just making stops, and the Panthers' rushing game, even without Christian McCaffrey, Davis was out there, you know, just rushing the ball very well. So Panthers easily covered that one. Next game we had on the card was Browns at Cowboys, and even though Dak threw for over 600 yards in this game, the Cowboys put up 38 points, that was 39, something like that. The Cowboys just They were never really actually in the game. I think the Browns were winning this thing in the entire game. So, I mean, the four and a half on that Cowboys pick was just never going to be a winner. The one game we did get right this week, Colts at Bears. Um, It was our only winner of the day. And the Bears under Nick Foles didn't look any better. It really looked worse than they had under Mitch. yeah, I don't know that Nick Foles is really the answer there. I don't know what the answer is for the Bears. Even though they were 3-0 and going into this game, you just knew they weren't a team that was 3-0. You knew they were a team that was going to struggle in this. And as much as I'm not a fan of Phillip Rivers, the Colts definitely took care of business in this one, getting us the only win of the weekend. So that about sums up the recap um, as far as picks the last week. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the return of Maxion today, as I record this Wednesday, uh, Maxion has released their schedule for the upcoming 2020 fall season. It's going to s- consist of six regular season games, along with a uh, championship game played December 18th. The first, you now the first game that they'll have is starting Wednesday, November 4th, and they will have games on Tuesday and Wednesday for the first three weeks of the season, which. Just kinda so happens to coincide, I don't know if it was planned or not, with the start of college basketball. That fourth week is about when college basketball, I think November 25th, 24th, I'm not exactly sure. I think the Wednesday before Thanksgiving is the official kind of start date of college basketball right now. Um, so that was kind of interesting. So we'll have so come November we should have, you know, college sports going on throughout every day of the week. There should be something on. And yeah, with that schedule release, we now have all 10 FBF conferences now have games scheduled to take place in the fall 2020 season so we'll see if we get these games through and it'll be interesting to see these conferences that kind of started later how many if they're able to get full slates in since they didn't have um, full games or they don't really have any buffer in case of COVID testing so that'll kind of be interesting. Uh, Next topic I wanted to cover college football rivalries going into the Red River Showdown this weekend If you saw my Twitter this week, uh, Fox College Football tweeted out a graphic to ask what the best rivalries in college football were, and they had left out. They should have like had six on there, but they left out Army Navy, which I don't understand how you could even consider talking about college football rivalries without talking about an Army Navy. I feel like Army Navy should be number one on everyone's list. I mean, this year not they won't have their own weekend. Just how you know all the later season games are going to fall. But in a normal college football year, Army-Navy is the only game going on that weekend. So it's really, I mean, they have, they're not just a one, it's not a rivalry game. It's a whole rivalry weekend. I don't know how. So I feel like when it comes to rivalries, there's kind of a clear top four. Um, Army-Navy, I feel like, yeah, no-brainer, number one. Then they got, you know, you got the Iron Bowl, Alabama-Auburn. I would put that as number two, and then I'd put uh, the game, Michigan, Ohio State, as number three. But those two can kind of be interchanged, whether or not you're a bigger SEC or Big Ten fan. It kind of just depends on that, to be quite honest. And I feel like, as of right now, especially this year, Oklahoma, Texas, well, it'll be a big rivalry. You know, Texas is, I don't remember what their official rank was going into this week. It was high teens, or I think it might have been 21, actually, Um, maybe somewhere around there. So, I mean, Oklahoma's not even ranked anymore. So, I mean, yeah, it'll be a rivalry game, but it's nothing to write home about some other big rivalries that you can also mention up there i feel like that's the top four some other ones you know georgia florida world's largest cocktail party that one that one's obviously up there you could put that at five or you could put notre dame usc at five i think those two are probably five and six you can probably switch those around uh... wherever you want and that kinda of rounds out the top ones but one rivalry that you can't forget about um, which unfortunately we are not gonna see too much anymore because Yukon left the American, but the civil conflict game before, between UConn and US UFC uh, UCF, I'm sorry. You know, there that is that is a rivalry game that was unknown but will be remembered forever, so I just thought I'd throw that one in there. So another topic I wanted to cover real quick here is a little bit about the NFL's COVID situation going into what'll be week five of the NFL season. So last week uh, Steelers and Titans game got postponed to later in the season. They both ended up having week four buys um, because several Titans players ended up testing positive. The Titans actually had a few more positive tests come up today on Wednesday, um, with so their training facilities was unable to reopen. So the that kind of, you know, threw up a lot of mess, especially in fantasy if you had the Titans Steelers players, I kind of you know had to scramble to find those, but it, also if you're betting on either of those games, kind of just depends on uh what book you were betting. I know some books the game has to happen. If the game doesn't happen at the time that it's listed, then it's no action. In other books it's as long as it happens by the Tuesday after then it's then you get action. Otherwise, then you're refunded. And I know there are some books out there this year since the whole COVID situation. As long as that originally scheduled game takes place some point during the season, those uh, tickets will be valid. So make sure if you had you know, tickets in on those games, you see how your book is, and that way you know, especially this year, you know how that's going to be treated in future uh, weeks. We also had another game that you know almost got well did get postponed. um, was the Chiefs Patriots game, Cam Newton tested positive, that game got moved to Wednesday, which personally, that was pretty great, you know, I liked having a little bit of overlap there on Monday night for two games, I don't know, I don't know that anyone was complaining about having more football, so kind of just got to wait and see, you know, the Patriots had a couple more players test positive this week, um, so that kind of, see what happens to their game coming up this Sunday. But really, when it all said and done, we knew that there was going to be positive tests. You know, this isn't anything unexpected. Obviously, if you have that many people together, people are going to test positive. And I fully believe if the MLB was able to continue their season after multiple teams tested positive, that the NFL, you know, the team, the the sport that runs the country, I feel like they will have no problem finding a way to get this season done. So that kind of wraps up our news for the past week. If you see anything that you want me to talk about in the podcast you know, during the week, just hit me up on Twitter or Instagram or something, and um, I would definitely add any topics, definitely take suggestions for topics you want to hear about. Those are kind of just the biggest three things that I had, you know, saw from this week you know, on my Twitter timeline, so that's what we talked about. So without further ado, let's get into the college football picks for this coming Saturday, which will be... Week six, the college football season. If you're looking at it like that, but it's kind of kind of hard to tell this year. So we're just gonna call it week six for now. We'll see what happens once you know all the other conferences get back. So there's a couple games. I kind of have a smaller slate this week. You know, there wasn't a, even though there was more games than there was last week. I think it wasn't. It just didn't wasn't as many that appealed to me. So we're gonna just throw out a couple of leans here, real quick, that I I like, but that I won't personally be betting. But just just so you know, kind of what I'm thinking. So the first one, Duke at Syracuse. So as we talked about earlier, Duke has, you know, I've been on the wrong side of the Duke games twice this year. And Duke is is favored by two and a half points. They come into this game 0-4. They really haven't been covering all that well this game. They, they covered in the two games that I bet against them. But the other two, they didn't. And I really think that even though I'm doing it again, I'm betting against Duke, but I think Syracuse will get it done in the carrier dome. And I would be on Syracuse plus two and a half in this game if I was betting it. Uh, the next game I like FAU minus two and a half at Southern Miss. Southern Miss, you know, they fired their coach after like game or two. They got a win last week. Um, or I don't remember what it was. They're one and three now, but you know, they haven't been very great. You know, FAU started their season last year with a win over Charlotte. And even though they didn't blow them out or anything, they did look good in that game. And I think that even with Southern Myth having a few extra games under their belt, I think FAU is going to take care of business in this one. The final lean that I have uh, before we get into the actual picks for the weekend is Mississippi State at Kentucky with Kentucky minus one and a half. Um, And Mississippi State, they've been a very volatile team this year. You know, that's kind of just what you get when you bring in a coach like Mike Leach. You're going to beat the, you know defending national champions one week and then the next week you're going to lose to an SEC team that hasn't or a team that hasn't won an SEC game in over a thousand days so it's kind of hard to see what Mike Leach is going to do and I really think that this Kentucky defense is going to be be able to stop the air raid offense and I don't know that it's going to work out as quite as well as they want um I do like KJ Costello but I don't I think I was betting on this game I take Kentucky minus one and a half but I am going to stay off of that one So now getting into the official picks for the weekend. The first one we have, Florida minus 6.5 at Texas A&M. This game is set to kick off at 12 o'clock p.m. Eastern time on Saturday. Uh, Florida comes into this game um, 2-0 on the season, 1-1 against the spread, while Texas A&M comes in 1-1 and 0-2 against the spread. You know, Texas A&M really struggled against Vanderbilt. Which is not the team you want to be struggling against. And yeah, you could say they were looking ahead to the Alabama game or whatever. But really, when it came to that Alabama game, it didn't really, I mean, they didn't look any more prepared than they did going into Vanderbilt. So it's kind of hard to tell on that one. Uh, Florida, on the other hand, they have actually looked great this year. You know, they seem like a team that's gonna make a lot of noise. They're in the top five in the AP pool now. Um, they're getting 7.8 yards per play, and they're only allowing 5.85. You know, the defense is being able to stop it. They're being able to move the ball extremely well. Being able to limit penalties, only having four per uh, four penalties a game for 42 yards. Well, Texas A&M is having 7.5 penalties for 54 yards. So, you know, I just really like Florida in this game. I think 6.5 is <clears throat> a perfect line. If it goes up to 7, you know, it's not as great as a bet. Um, but if you can get this one at 6.5 still, I think Florida is a great bet in this game. All right, so moving on to the afternoon slate of college football games, we got Pitt minus five and a half at Boston College. This game is set to take place at four o'clock p.m. Uh, Eastern Time on Saturday. Pittsburgh comes into this game three and one and one two and one against the spread. Boston College comes into this game four or sorry two and one and two and one against the spread. Pittsburgh's been looking really good, you know, been able to move the ball. They're averaging 5.63 yards per play while only allowing 3.89 yards per play, and that's really impressive. That defense is playing stellar. Yeah, they had the game against Austin Peay and stuff, which kind of boosts that stat, but still, they've been doing very well. Um, Boston College, on the other hand, 5.04 yards per play and allowing 5.41. You know, they are still moving the ball decently well, but they're allowing way more yards. Uh Pittsburgh's been, a, been averaging over their first four games of the season, they got averaging 32 points a game. Well, Boston College is only averaging 24 points a game over that same time. Um and they're both coming into the game off of losses. You know, uh Pitt had a one-point loss to NC State last week, while Boston College had a one four-point loss to North Carolina. So they're both gonna be looking for a win. But I like Pitt in this game. I think five and a half is a great spread. If you can keep that under a touchdown, I really like Pitt in this one. That's my play. Pitt minus five and a half. Um, and my last play for college football it's a short card this week, only three plays we got Miami plus 14 at Clemson Uh, this game is set to kick off at 7.30pm Eastern and this is kind of, I think it's on ABC, it's the prime time game of the day, I'm pretty sure college game day is going to be there Uh, yeah, I think that's where they were going this week um Miami is looking really good and both these teams come to this game 3-0 but Miami is 3-0 against the spread while Clemson is only in, is 0-3 against the spread Miami I, I watched the first game they had Miami UAB I watched that first half and I'm like man Miami is super overrated I remember I even said it I might have tweeted it out and then I right after I did that Miami just never slowed down they've been scoring they absolutely torched Florida State a couple weeks ago um, they're averaging 43.33 points over their first three games. Clemson's averaging 42.33, which both these teams are going to slow down a little bit this game. You know they when they had play tougher defenses, uh, and Miami's winning the turnover margin too. You know with plus one per game, while Clemson only got plus 3- 0.33 per game. I mean they're both winning, but they're not. You know Miami's got a better turnover margin there. And as far as tackles for loss go, Miami's defense has just been stellar. Uh, they've got, they have game, they have 131 yards tackle for loss over the first three games, but only allowing 55 against them. Clemson on the other hand has 98 yards for tackle for loss, while only allowing 79. So Miami, their defense is on point. Their offensive line is on point. I just don't know how you give them 14 points. Yes, I know they're playing Clemson. I know they're playing a team that, you know, is off of a national title run and a national title win the year before that. But I really I think that Miami I don't know I don't know that they have a chance to win this game, but 14 in a points. I mean two touchdowns. There's no way that this is that is that big of a game. I think that this is gonna be easily a one-score game. It's gonna come down to the wire. So I'm taking Miami plus fourteen on this one. Alright, that around wraps it up for the college football picks this week. Now we're moving into the NFL. The first game I like. Um it's gonna just be a lean right officially right now. If it changes uh, come game time, we'll tweet it out because the Bills at t- Titans. Who knows if this game's even happening? Um, I really I like the Titans in this game to be honest, even with uh, the unknown of who they're going to have on the field. I saw this game, you know, I, th- I think it was listed, you know, as a couple, couple points, you know, two or three points there. Uh, as far as as time of recording this, I don't see any books that actually have this game up on the board anymore. Uh, most books are just waiting to see you know who's actually playing and what what they got to put that at. But, you know, Josh Allen, he's put up good numbers uh, so far this year, throwing the ball, uh, averaging 316 um, passing yards a game and while also putting up 30.75 points per game. But the Titans coming to this game, you know, if they do play, they'll be well-rested off of their uh, COVID bye week last week, you know, and they're averaging 26 points a game, you know, not quite as good, you know, four points off of what the Bills are averaging. But they're still, you know putting up a lot of points, you know, they might be 0-3 against the spread, but they're still 3-0 on the year, both of those are 4-0 on the year, I don't know that the Titans are just going to roll over in this game, so I I do like the Titans in this game, it's hard to really give a pick out for this one without seeing the spread, um, so yeah, if there's anything that changes for that, then I will tweet it out, but as of now, I do like the Titans, it's not going on the official card, because we don't have a line, but yeah, if we any changes come game time, I will be tweeting that out, the next game on the card we have the Jaguars plus six and a half at the Texans. This game is set to kick off at 1 p.m. Eastern. Jaguars come into this game one and three, two and two against the spread. Well, the Texans come into this game 0 and four and 0 and four against the spread. Um, Bill O'Brien just got fired, and no, no new, no breaking news there from the Texans. You know that was kind of expected. Everyone was. Waiting for it to happen, you know. The DeAndre Hopkins trade seemed like a last-ditch effort to try to make something happen, try and get his team going, and clearly it did not work. Yes, they did have a tough schedule, but there was nothing positive coming out of you know the Texans in quite some time. Um, but Romeo Cornell does take over, and you know, even though he didn't have the best run, I think his last coaching job he had was in Kansas City uh, before Andy Reed took over, which you know led up led to the number one overall pick for them um, in Eric Fisher. But Romeo Cornell. He's not a bad coach. I think he will do fine for this Texans team. But with that said, I don't know that six and a half points is going to be able, for a team that hasn't won a game, I don't know that six and a half points is very likely to be covered. Um, You know, the Texans have had a very tough time holding on to the football. They've only had the ball 24 um, minutes and 15 seconds, uh, time of possession. Well, the Jaguars, not crazy good, but 28 minutes and six seconds, you know, full four minutes longer than. Texans are having, so I do like the Jaguars in this game, and I'll be taking the Jaguars plus six and a half. Uh, The next game on this card, another early game, we got the Rams minus seven at the Washington football team. Um, Rams come into this game three and one, and they're two and two against the spread. Washington comes into this game one and three, uh, and also being one, two, and one against the spread. The Rams have just, you know, they're kind of sneakily in a division that's very tough, They're kind of sneakily just staying up there. You know, they're averaging 397.25 yards per game, while the Washington's only averaging 301.75 yards per game. You know, a whole hundred yards more than this Washington team. I think this Rams team, I don't know that they're back quite to Super Bowl contenders yet, but they do seem to be trending up from a definite down season last year after their Super Bowl hangover. So I think the Rams, you know, minus seven in this one is a great pick. Uh, they got 6.6 yards per play averaging, and while well, Washington only has 4.61 yards per play. So I am going to be taking the Rams minus 7 in this one as my second NFL pick of the day. The last play in the NFL comes in the Vikings at Seahawks game. Seahawks are minus 7 in this one. This is Sunday night football, um, kicking off at 8.20 p.m. Eastern. The Vikings come into this game 1-3 and 2-2 and two and two against the spread. Well the Seahawks come in an impressive 4-0 and 4-0 against the spread. Um and even on Cardinal Sand, you know, I hate hate picking the Seahawks. I do really like the Seahawks in this game. Um their time, you know, they've just been able to put up great numbers this year, averaging 35 and a half points per game. Well, the Vikings are only averaging 26.5 points per game. Um at the same time, they got 300. Russell Wilson's, you know. Out there putting up numbers with 303 passing yards, averaging per game. And it's just been, Seahawks just look like a team that is putting stuff together at the right time. And they look like a team that's going to be contending, definitely contending for the NFC West. And if probably contending for, you know, Super Bowl and the NFC Championship or something. But, you know, just in this division is just so good. And I think the Seahawks are going to continue their winning and cover the seven in this game. So that about wraps it up for episode two of the Hot Tip Bets podcast. If you haven't already, uh, make sure you follow me on Twitter Twitter and Instagram at Hot Tip Bets Chris. Make sure you uh, also follow just at Hot Tip Bets Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you know, all the social media. Everything's linked down below. Um, And also go check out the website. You know, I'll post the full results up there so you can go check out not only what I did last week, but what I've done since the website started uh, back in December 2019. Um, You can also take a look, we got the Hot Tip Bets computer model picks up there, you know, it's got picks for the MLB playoffs, it will have a pick for, you know, um, NBA Finals, Game 5 coming up here on Friday, which, you know, could potentially be the last game of that series, Um, which I'm excited for the NBA to be over, just because there's too many sports going on right now, and it's hard to follow everything, it'll be nice when it's just, you know, it will be playoffs in football, like a normal fall. Um, And as always, you know, you can find the college football and NFL picks up on the website. And yeah, that about wraps it up. So I will see you guys next week.